0: Wake up, creatives! We're here to help small businesses think big. We're your source of entrepreneurial inspiration and real talk about running a modern small business. Feel frustrated at the lack of resources for startups? We're here to answer all your questions about what it takes to get your business off the ground, using social media as a tool, and inspiring you not to give up along the way. You'll hear stories and practical advice from different talented entrepreneurs to help you to keep working towards your goals. We cover everything from networking tips to starting your own website. This is the JSL Podcast. Grab your coffee and let's grow.
1: What's up, creatives? It's Janelle. I'm here with Sarah and Lindsay. Thanks for joining us. We are starting our series, The Power of Perspective. So we're just gonna be talking about how uh, to cultivate resilience and how to use um, negative or hardships in your life for to turn it around and just make something better out of it. When life hands you lemons, make lemonade. Make lemonade. <laughs> So, um, one of the things I want to talk about today is just how hard everybody has hardships in their lives, right? I mean, everybody yeah. has that, but some people seem to be a little better about turning it around and using it just to inspire them, not to let it be like a total stumbling block in their lives. So, right. do you think that's something that most people learn, or is that like a, a
0: share or a, um, something that they are born with? Uh, I think that it's definitely more of a learned behavior. Like, it's not something that. You just automatically know like it's something you have to learn it's something you have to like yourself work right? through yeah exactly you know like it's not something that automatically will come to you I think it's something that you have to go out and have people teach you how to deal with that because for me at least um, when I was growing up I I went to um, I went to therapy. And so that helped me a lot to become the person that I am today because like I was not that healthy in my brain. Why, How so long why did you go? Did you go? And, <clears throat> and why did
2: you go to therapy too? Some okay, well, um, so I,
0: I grew up in a broken home. That's technically what you call it when your parents
2: are divorced, when you're young. Which unfortunately is like 50% so many of relationships. Yeah, so is. many,
0: right. So a lot of people come from a broken home, but um, you know, and I'm not saying my situation was like particularly worse than anybody else's, but um, I did have an abusive father. And although he never laid hands on me, he did lay hands on my uh, some of my siblings, and that was something that I had to deal with. And so coming out of that as a young woman, when I was around 13 or 14, you know, it started to affect my mental health because there was visitations and, you know, he was so passive aggressive and cruel. And, you know, it, it, was, it was hard to understand why things were happening the way that they were. And... Um, I believe it was court mandated actually that we go to therapy, and mm-hmm. so going to therapy, I didn't even realize. Like at first, I was like, "This is stupid. Like I don't want to go to therapy. Like I'm not crazy." But that's a lot of. It's a common misconception. People think like, "Oh, if you go to therapy, it means that you're crazy or there's like something there's something wrong, wrong with, with you." With you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that that wasn't the case necessarily. And um, at first, I was really resistant to the idea of getting help and learning more about myself, but after I opened up to the idea and it became like a really powerful tool for me you know because now I am able to have a reflective attitude and understand myself better and now I can help other people or other children who have gone through that same experience like um, not that long ago last year I had a student whose parents were um, getting divorced and he was acting out in class and not being you know just not not being a good influence on the other kids mm-hmm. and so I was able to take him aside and I asked, you know, what's going on? He started crying and he was like, my parents are getting divorced. And I was Mm. like, I'm so sorry, but the same thing happened to me. And so I was able to take my trauma and help somebody else through theirs. You know, like I told him it's for the better probably that they're getting divorced. You know, I know it's not your fault. Know that right off the bat. And, you know, it was amazing and actually really powerful to be able to see like this cloud kind of lifted off of his brow as, as I was talking to him. Like you're not alone. Exactly. You're not alone. And so it it took that for me to really realize that you know going through my trauma actually was beneficial you know not just to me as a person and help me grow but for other people you know so I can use what well, I've obviously been through.
1: it's not ideal but you can turn it around and use your experiences to help other people
2: yeah, right so one of my so one of my most favorite things and I don't this was just this just came to me one day and it's pretty powerful so every day you have a part you you have an opportunity to be a part of the construction of the world or the deconstruction of the world with every thought you think yeah, the deconstruction or the construction with every thought you think, action, yes. word you speak to other people and Absolutely. word you speak to yourselves, you are either constructing a more positive and beautiful world right. or you're deconstructing. You're either building up so, or you're
1: tearing down yourself. Exactly. And, others. That's so, and true.
2: so we have to recognize that when we're going through these um hardships and I mean, you know, the my, my parents divorced too, and right. I went to therapy also. So, you know, yay. Um <laughs> Yay therapy. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> and I, I hated it too when I was little. I was I didn't know why I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I I thought that the whole you know I just shut down, and yeah. I just remember playing with the Zen Garden, mm-hmm. and just talk. I can't even tell you what I said. You know, I was just talking, 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 and um, I do think that it actually helped me subconsciously or consciously, whether I re- I remember it or not. It definitely helped. But um, once you go through these experiences, uh, whether it's on a minor scale or a larger scale. Uh, you truly hold the power to to turn it around. And, it's a choice. Yeah, and it's and you know what you can either sit and I'm, this is where I get you know pretty straightforward with it. You can either sit in your corner and cry about it for the rest of your life, or you can get up and you can make a difference in the mm-hmm. world. And, and by no means should you should you not take that moment to recognize your emotions, right. because I think it's important. This is something that because well, I I've worked with children too, a majority of my life. When a child is mad or angry or whatever, I get down on my hands and knees, I look at them and I say, you know, you may be mad, but you may not hurt yourself and you may not hurt little Johnny. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you need to be angry, you know, go over here in, in this corner right there. You can cry. Have your moment to be set. You know, we're, a lot of times we tend to tell our children and then... Consequently, when we get older, we tell ourselves, you know, we have to be strong. Suck it up. Don't mm-hmm. cry in public. You know, stop crying. Yeah. You know, I'm going to spank you. Stop crying. I'm going to spank you. Like, how many That's times have so we... really. Yeah, you know, you need to learn to let our children cry. And right, then, we need to
1: feel our feelings and then let them go. They
2: take their moment yes. and then you move on.
1: Yeah, I forget. I think I've read about that. There's a technique where if you've gone through something that makes you upset or sad or, you know, you're having like really strong emotions... Give yourself a set amount of time to grieve or be upset or whatever, and then say, once this is done, now I'm gonna move on. And it will kind of, kind of gives you, I guess, like a rounded process of like, okay, I acknowledged my feelings, and now I'm gonna choose to to let that be over now. Totally. So it's just a choice that you have to be very intentional. I think and aware of your feelings, but yeah, of course you need to let yourself have that moment and then let it go and then try to use it for a more constructive purpose. Yeah. Personally, I give myself
2: three days. Yeah. Give myself three days to kinda of get over it. I feel like that three days, seventy two hour mark is an opportunity for me to just like push it away the first day, <laughs> depending on what I'm going through. I just cry. is so hard? Like you it's, have no
1: control of your life hardly, yeah. so
2: it's hard. Like But you know what, even though and even though you don't have control over your life, you do have control over how you react to things. Yeah, very true. Ultimately. And, and you know, it's really true the statement, I forget who, who quotes it, but life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. Mm-hmm. And when we just make that simple mind shift and that you know simple you know um, shift in uh, thought process, it's it's a change is from the victim role to like a hero role. Yeah. Like we are our own heroes, right. rather than mm-hmm. sitting there, like I said, and crying in the corner, and everything keeps happy to me. Oh and no, so there are definitely and, oh people who choose to have.
1: The victim, victim mentality. Mindset, yes,
2: yes. And then you look at their life, you look at their businesses, you look at who they hang around yeah, with. Yeah, their relationships. You attract what you are um, vibrating, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? That I don't want to say it, but your vibe
1: attracts your tribe. That's Your it. vibe
2: <laughs> does attract your tribe. I, it's so but true. But that's very
1: true. That's very, very true. You don't want to have a victim mindset, so you can change your perspective, and I'm sure there's like all kinds of psychological terms that you can use, but I think it's very simple. You can choose to be the victim or you can choose to be the hero in your own story. What's it going to be? You can change your life or you can get down on yourself and say, oh, my life's never going to get better. Well, it's not going to if you think of it that way. Yeah. I mean, whatever you think is going to happen. I mean, you have a lot of power and the words that you tell yourself, huge amount of power. Self-talk. Self-talk is a big deal. I
2: know that both of you actually have had a huge... I mean, all three of us too, but like, Lindsay, I feel like these past couple years, your self-talk has changed drastically has it gotten yeah 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 it's
0: gotten much better I mean I you know growing up I I mean I was always overweight when I was growing up and I've tried like you know a million diets and all this and whatever but um yeah I mean I I struggled a lot with like my own self-image and like how I perceive myself but I just I guess this year I just kind of got sick of it and I was just like you know what like I'm done talking down to myself about it like even if I want to change the way that my body looks, you have I am to love how I am first. in the moment, yes. you know, because I'm not going to get any better on the inside if I don't you know, make time to address myself and focus on myself, I'm making my mind healthier, you yeah. know, because my mind's not going to change, it's the same, my body will change and fluctuate, my weight will fluctuate, but, your but how worth I feel doesn't, you shouldn't be affected, exactly my worth doesn't depend on my weight but that's yeah. not what society says, yeah. and so that's why it's very
1: difficult, we have to turn off all the external voices yes. that we're getting from all these different places and saying, "You know what?" I call it the noise. noise, and turn that off and go. I don't have to listen to this. I conduct my own, you know, reality. I'm I am the author of of my story. So how do I want my life to look? Absolutely. And it, you have to be really intentional about it. I think. Mm-hmm. And there's a quote that I like by Wayne Dyer. Um, when you change the way you look at things, the, the things you look at change. And it's true. I mean, you do create your own reality. Perception is reality, right?
2: Totally. Mm-hmm. And as a photographer, actually, that resonates with me so much. <laughs> because when I was in uh, a photography class in high school, uh, I took AP photography, which technically like a AP college AP photography? Course. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, so
1: cool. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. made that class just for you. <laughs> right?
2: I was like, listen, guys, I need this. Uh, no, but seriously, so we had this project called the 50 Ways Project. And we had an object that we chose. So we had to photograph 50 ways without moving it. So we had to move, but the object didn't change. How powerful is that in life? Because a lot of times, we can't change the situations. Mm -hmm. We can't change the brokenness we can't change the trauma the hurt the abuse the neglect we can't change those things that's true but we can shift our mentality around how we look right. at it what
1: are we going to do 50 with those different things? ways right yeah.
2: and that's and that's for me like honestly mm. fr- photography has a lot of parallels in my life in that sense because um i chose my motorcycle of course to photograph in 50 different <laughs> ways and at first, looking at l- looking at it you're like there's many, no way right. that I can photograph this 50 different ways. There's only like three or whatever, And yeah. I, ended, I ended up photographing like 100 different ways. What? And I didn't move the bike. And same thing with our life, you know what I yeah. mean? We have, we have that power. We truly, truly we do. We really do. And then
1: as soon as you wake up and say, oh, I do have control and I can change my life and I can do these things, it's, it's your life will never be the it's same. It's revolutionary. It's revolutionary, absolutely. It totally is. Once it you totally have is. that
2: awakening in a sense... There's no going back. And then it's it's tough too because when you know it, you know it. And you, and you have to then, live it. And That's then the you, hard part. Yeah. So you don't you know, I'm sure you guys have heard of the saying, uh, you don't know what you don't know. Sure. Right. Of course. But when you has. do, but when you then do you have the responsibility, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> shoot. No you accountability. Have to hold, you have
0: to hold yourself accountable. It's and that's so not true. always easy. Like it, it can be easy to backslide. You know, and start getting back into that old mentality of like, oh, like I'm not good enough. Like or I'm being tossed whatever. in the
1: waves of my life. Right. No. But then
0: you know, because like then you'll. When you start, you have to get into that routine of correcting yourself because you're like and shedding
2: those negative thoughts as soon as you like. Yeah, you have to realize they're
1: happening. That's the thing you have to realize. You have to recognize it. For me, journaling helps a lot. Like, oh, Mm -hmm." I I, this is what I'm thinking right now, and you go back and read some of this stuff, and it's like, oh wow, I was having a really bad day or like whatever. It's just so interesting. And another thing is that as much if, if you're aware of this kind of thing and you know how much power you have in your thoughts you're going to want to tell other people. And some people are already get it, and that's great. Some people don't get it, but they want to.
2: Yeah. And
1: if they're not ready, though, you can't drag them with you. No. Mm-hmm.
2: So that's hard, something right? Something that my dad says, um, you know, there's a few good takeaways I have <laughs> from, from my relationship with him. It's getting better. But um, something that my father says is uh, he has his his baseball bat and his glove and he's walking around and saying, "Do you want to play ball right now?" And the answer is yes or no. And if you say no, that's fine, but I'm going to I'm going to keep going because the game down. is starting. And that's true. It's like a lot of times we like to sit there like puppy dogs and like at the door waiting for people to get it and waiting for people to understand, you know, what we're trying to feed to them, and they're just not ready and that's okay. Yeah. But you know what? A lot of especially with entrepreneurship, you have to be okay with being alone. And just like, and today, I mean, today's society, we're we're getting, we're getting better. This like realm of um, intuitiveness and mindfulness and self-love, we're getting better with being alone. Mm. But like the concept of being alone is still scary for many people. A lot of people, yeah. So, but again, it goes on perspective. You have to know that when you are alone, um, that it's okay to be alone and important to yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to stand by yourself in order to do great things. It's true. My friend, Emily, the one that we had on the podcast today, she goes all kinds of places alone and we went out to a resort the other night and had some drinks and stuff and she's like this is so nice it's different from what I normally do but she's not afraid to go out and do things on her own which I think is so I wouldn't even think to I mean I don't have that much free time anyway I you know the business and stuff and my kid you know it's like I don't have that much time so when I do go out I I generally try to plan it with another person yeah Yeah. but I think that's so great like it's nice to have that alone time just take yourself to lunch or you know, go do something on your own. See, Some I'm, people like to go to the movies by themselves. I, 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 I do. I've oh, never gone go to the movies. What? I've never done I'd it. I'd rather go to, the, rather movies go to the movies with you, Lindsay, or whatever. But right. if you can't, no, you no, still like want to go see myself. a movie
2: or go to the beach. And walk on the sand oh, and I'm just feel it's the so sand through your tummy it's like a meditation. energy that oh yes. kinetic
0: energy oh my gosh I love that I love, I love, love doing that, that. That's I such mean a yeah good when idea. you think about it it's kind of like a it's like a, a mode of self care like it taking yourself hard. on a date
1: yes it is you yeah. recommend that GSL <laughs> <GFL> recommended
0: <laughs> Sealed.
2: Stand. <laughs> yeah. oh my God, my God, Thanks so... for
1: listening to the JSL Creatives Podcast. We hope you learned something new today and you're inspired to keep working towards your goals. Until next time!